Ladies and gentlemen, put down your phones. Your phones are controlling you. Maybe it's I that controls you. I'm in your phone. Oh, to hell with it. I'll let the podcast speak for itself. In three, two, one. Welcome to Beer Plus Three, where we attempt to solve the world's problems one beer at a time. With me today is the podcast producing back and paw. It is Rick Defer Anderson. I, I do have to say, if I heard that voice in my phone, <laughs> I might be a little concerned. <laughs> might hang up. I know we gotta we gotta have an app that you can call people and then we can do weird shit like just like <laughs> whole monologues where you can call like anybody on your friend face list or whatever and then yeah. I'll just come over hello <laughs> this is your phone calling would you like to know what time it is it's time for you to put down your phone I just I just wanted to let you know I don't appreciate writing in your pocket all day. <laughs> It's not a nice place to be. You need to take a shower. <laughs> Do you know what kind of sweat accumulates with near your pocket? <laughs> Did you just have your period or something? I think a shower is it's, in order. I would, yes, I think that See, would be a good I idea. That, I think that app would make fucking money. <laughs> so, hey, of course, now it's out in the ether. Yeah. Fuck it. Somebody will do it. Somebody's probably already done it like a... Yeah, but I want us to do it. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> God damn it. You're the app writer. <laughs> I don't want to write. I don't want to do that anymore. That was a pain in the ass doing that. I mean, it was kind of fun. Oh, coding is always a pain in the ass. Well, especially for phones because there's just so many variables you put and stuff. I in front of everything. <laughs> I can get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had my I had my game on the iOS store for a, mm-hmm. a year, and um, I almost I made about you know you have to pay a hundred bucks a year for the for the licensing to yeah. to do that, and so um, and I earned back about fifty bucks. Yeah. So I was like, eh, it's not terrible, but I'm still not you know I didn't I you didn't, didn't make, make any money. And right, lost right. fifty bucks. So, but um, it's you know, and so I decided to just take it off because it wasn't. I was gonna actually redo it and do it for free, but with ads in it, and see how that worked out. Mm. But I never got around to it, and then um, the app kept running on my phone for years. I was like, wow, every update, it still runs, it still runs, and finally, like the last update that just went through about uh, two weeks ago. I tried to launch my game, and it says, uh, you need to contact the developer of this app. It's outdated. And <laughs> like, fuck, five years later, that's not a bad run. That's no, not a bad run because people have come bored with it by this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That may or may not have purchased it. Yeah. I just don't like the uh, the whole treadmill of constantly updating things, you know, when you're when you're programming something is is a pain in the ass. And I, and I had a second game that I was working on, too, that just never... Just kind of threw it in the towel. It's like, yeah, eh, I don't want to keep doing this. This isn't making me happy. <laughs> Rock and roll. Well, you got to have hobbies to make you happy. That's right. The second one was a really funny game, though. It was like stuff, random things flying through the air. It looked like you were in a kitchen of a fast food place, mm-hmm. and there was a little chicken bucket on the on the counter. <laughs> and there's like things flying through the chicken, air. Chicken, chicken? Yeah, yeah. It's, and there's like uh, chicken legs are flying by, and you have to tap them. And then when you tap them, they would drop into the bucket, and you had to get so many. And then the bucket would fly out, and a new one would come in. And you had to avoid tapping things like shoes. 
if a shoe went in the bucket, that was a problem. Or you should have did like uh, uh, you had to make an eight piece, but you, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Only, That's like so was. many breasts and so many wings and so many yeah, yeah, yeah. legs. That's yeah, awesome. I was, that was the plan. It was eventually to have different types of things. You, <laughs> you got chicken fill feet up. flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and occasionally like there would be drumsticks with a bite taken out, so you had to avoid dropping those into it and stuff. <laughs> yeah, but never, never got Did it. You call it chicken that. bits. It was called um, Chuck and Chicken, Chicken Chucker. Oh shit! What was it? My first, my first app was called Ship Out of Luck, and the next Pick one, Chicken Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> what was it called? Just brainstorming here. Oh, I had another name that was kind of like a phrase like that that was uh, slightly inappropriate, but one word replaced, and I don't remember what it is now. Bucket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. Buck it. <laughs> Or book et, I guess. Got to hyphenate. Damn, why can't I remember? That bugs me. Man, I'm getting old. Shit, things like that that used to be in my in my head, you know, wouldn't uh, wouldn't go out really quick. Or now, just like I think my brain's just at that stage of life where it's just dumping shit. It's going, oh, he's not using this anymore. Let's delete it. I'm sorry, I wasn't <laughs> listening. <laughs> That's not nice. You're like my wife. Look right at you and not listen to a word, and then um, yes. continue a conversation they were having in their head. That's married life, married right there. life. <laughs> um, all right, uh, we're gonna have our first beer. Okay, second, but the first beer we've already had on the podcast. <laughs> Baron Wood. It's a barley wine ale aged in bourbon barrels. Yeah, from the infamous Skookum Brewery. Okay, we'll find out how Skookum their beer is. Oh, Cluster Cluck. That was it. I just Cluster looked it up. Cluck. I had it on. I had it on Dropbox. Look at you go, Cluster, Cluster Cluck. Cluck. That's there a good one. Go. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Oh, wow. That's that's uh, horribly Holy dark crap. for uh, barley wine. We'll wow. see how this turns out. And this is uh, just be forewarned to you know viewers at home. Don't try this at home. It is ten percent. Holy crap. Ten point four percent alcohol. Yeah. And we also a have a. It's, this is going to be a barley wine off, or a barley off, or a barley wine off. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying shit now. Oh, this is 12%. 12.88% for the uh, Colchian version of barley wine mm-hmm. we have. And here we go. Oh, fuck. That smells good. You know what? Skookum really does a lot of good beer. Yeah, this is really good. I was and the beer that I got, which was uh, Nug Life. Nug, Nug Life? Life. <laughs> yes. Nugget. It was an IPA. Oh, but okay. Ba-dum. I got it. I got it. We're trying to be Tifki. I get you. Uh, Nug life, yeah, that was it. Anyway, it was good. This is good. I'm I'm always a little apprehensive about barley wines because I generally don't Ooh. like them, but this is good. This is like is super. Good. This is something you s- so did for. Yeah, yeah. You you sip you sip this very uh, yeah. I, I've, I've removed my hand <laughs> from the beer. <laughs> Separate yourself from the beer for a short time, then you may return. I bu- I only have a high ABV beers, so. Oh, this good. This is an 8.2. <laughs> this is a 10. This is a 12.8. Holy shit. So, yeah. I, yeah I Luckily, we're to, sharing. I only have to drive later. That's good. I um, There was a... Uh, I'm an, staying. I found <laughs> That's fine. There was an article uh, I looked at about a week ago about um, uh, somebody was making the case that the drunk driving laws in the U.S. were not strict enough. And that the... Yeah, I know. That was my initial reaction, too. They wanted to nationally bring the uh, blood alcohol content down from 0.8 what was it 0.8 or 0.08 to 0.05 uh, 
Which, you know, and, and when you look at numbers like that, it's like they're abstract. You don't really, it's like, what does that even mean? I mean, do, do you even... I, I mean, we already, it's already proven, like, if if we shared this bottle of beer, this barley wine right here, yeah. it's 12.88%, and we shared it no matter what our body fat, whatever the fuck that is, or yeah, type, yeah. or whatever, yeah. no matter what, we each have a glass of this, we are too drunk to drive for the next hour. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, lowering that, what does that do? Yeah, I don't know. I don't it, know. All it does is make litigation... You know, it, it brings that, like, higher litigation, I guess, yeah. to the, the situation. I'm right. I'm not sure that it doesn't make any difference. I don't think it makes any. I, I'm, I'm against it, but I, I wanted to understand what point zero eight versus point zero five was, like, in real terms. Yeah. Because to me, it was just numbers. And so I actually went online and found a bunch of the, you know, a lot of websites have got the uh, calculator where you can actually calculate, you know, what, how drunk would you be in this situation? We enter your... Your sex, your your height, your weight, you know, how many beers you're having, the ABV, how long of a time period it's in. And it basically works out for me that for an 8% beer, I, I my body will crank through one every hour. So basically, I have one beer an hour, and I will still be under that that range of what they consider drunk. Yeah, that's, that's which general. Is, yeah, that's, which is not, not a terrible thing, and... And that would put me, most of the calculators were putting me at about 0 .03 at that point, mm. which is, you know, for one beer an hour, I guess that's okay. I mean, I, I don't generally drink that much more than than a beer an hour to begin with. So, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Um, a point zero eight to point zero five for me would be, wouldn't really make that big of a difference, but I don't know. It's interesting. I know you have some views on the whole drunk driving laws, and some of them that. Well, I. It's not that I have views on the drunk driving laws. I think. I think things. There's situations where. You, my problem with laws like that. Yeah. They're they're aiming towards the lowest common denominator, is what they're doing, and you can't do that. Yeah. All that does is make. Everything else. I, I don't know. It just. It's kind of like having a room full of kids and then just teaching to the dumbest one. Yeah. <laughs> Which, well, guess what? That's what they do here. Yeah. That's, that's true. exactly what they do. I, that's Does probably... that really help anyone except for that one person? No. Right. Yeah. So they're going after the Hollywood version of the drunk when they make these laws. Yeah. And that's not how reality works. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and that—that's my biggest problem with laws like this. Yeah, and I would love to see some actual tests where they take people and get them drunk and then have them drive courses. And y you know what? They've done this, and like MythBusters have done all that shit. Mm -hmm. But these people don't drink. Yeah. Okay. These are Californians. They don't <laughs> fucking really drink. Okay. These are Hollywood people that don't really fucking drink. We I would like mimosas. to see actual people who actually drink yeah. and then try that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and compared to the people who don't drink, because it's a stupid metaphor. We've been saying it for years. Uh, I know me and Dave have been saying it. My wife has been saying it, and her friends in Mexico have been saying it. It's yeah. like a muscle. You just If you don't work out, it's going to be you, – it's you're going to get fucked up really quick. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like a muscle. So it's – 
is it really? But I would I would love to know too if there are people out there who could actually function. You know, there's that old WKRP in Cincinnati uh, bit. I don't. You probably you know what I'm talking about, don't you? <laughs> Where he's they're trying to do an on air test of he's drinking, and then they're testing his reflexes. And the drunker he gets, the, <laughs> the better better, he better gets, it gets. Yeah. He gets a. Gra- I think they're dropping something in the air, and he's got to grab it. And yeah, and eventually like, he does it without looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like talking into the microphone. Snap. <laughs> you have to. I mean. You know, it's it's that whole concept that everybody's exactly the same. I would love to see some actual research into this and see if, you know, are there people out there that can drink one beer in one hour and be a complete wreck on the road, whereas there's, like, people who could drink three or four beers in one hour and still be completely stable. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it's probably got a lot to do with your with your personality. Not, I mean, there some of it with your personality, but a lot of it with, you know, how, how efficiently your body cranks through this. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so it's it's... It's weird, I you know, I to, to and read. not necessarily the healthier the person, the the more better they're going to process the alcohol. Yeah, yeah. It's not necessarily like that. Yeah, you know, it's it's. Yep. My body's my temple. <laughs> my temple's full of beer. <laughs> your, your temple has a bar. <laughs> my temple is a bar. <laughs> my temple's got an open bar. Twenty four seven. Damn straight. Yeah. I it, I don't know. Anyway, it's weird. I just wanted to put some actual concrete. Um, descriptions onto those terms and it's kind of it's kind of nice to know that i can like for example go to your D game on uh you know every month and drink one beer per hour and i'm not drunk you know exactly. there's always i always have that concern about well how much should i drink while i'm out here because i have to drive 20 well, miles i can back. drink six beers because i'm here for about six <laughs> hours <laughs> and i went i on think the, i'm okay i went on the high side when i did the calculations i assumed eight percent alcohol which most I don't think most beers are at that much. You know, it's usually around six or so. It's usually six. It hovers between like six and a half, five yeah. and a half, somewhere in there. Yeah. And it is kind of nice. You know, I was like adjusting the weight too. And it's like, wow, my weight actually does me some favors in this situation. <laughs> yes and no, because I've, I've known heavier folks to just get trashed on a couple of drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I yeah, mean, see, but, it's, the, it's, but that goes back to yeah. do you drink a lot? Do you drink often enough yeah. to, to where, you know. Yeah. Your body's going, oh, I know what to do with this. Yeah, yeah. So, and and that's what I was saying mentally. Like, do you, uh, it's almost like, and I don't want to like talk about like training yourself to be able to do things drunk, but uh, no, obviously, no, that's, 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 that's not what we're talking That's about. not a good thing to do. That's not what we're talking about. But if it's you good do for like tests at school, fine, that works great. Yeah. <laughs> drunk memory, it's, it works. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> trust me, Dave employed it quite often. <laughs> I believe uh, that's actually a proven <laughs> thing. So yeah, but I don't remember where I was going with this. I just got kind of distracted. Well, by well, we were just talking. I was just talking about that. the idea that you could have been drunk so many times in your life that you've sort of trained yourself to not behave drunk. That sounds like such yeah, an apologist but, but no, thing. No, you can't but I'm not, do that. That's the thing is that yeah. if you're truly drunk, you can't do that. It's not something you can do. Trust me, my wife tries it all the time. Doesn't but this work. is this is like those uh, philosophical questions about how do I know what I see as blue is the same thing that you see as blue? You know, it's like oh, what like is the, remember the blue and gold uh, or oh yeah, yeah, blue yeah, yeah, and gold yeah. or black and white or something right, like that right. sweater. I don't know. And that that was really interesting to to think about how yeah. And it, it, I think that was an exercise in perception, and that's that's a whole other. Have you topic. seen the picture of? That people were arguing about shortly after that, that it was a picture of a guy, and it looked like um, Tom Hanks. And people were arguing about, is that Tom Hanks or is it Bill Murray? 
And oh, as yeah. you looked at it, you could go, oh, I could see how it could be either one of them. Yeah. And it turned out it was Bill Murray, yeah, it was but Bill it was Murray. just his facial I immediately expression. went, yeah, no, that's Bill Murray. I didn't. I looked at it and I thought, that's definitely Tom Hanks. Yeah, it was Bill Murray. And the dress was blue, Jeff. It was blue. Mm-hmm. It was not gold. <laughs> no, it was or blue white. and gold or something like that. Yeah. And then the other one was like, no, it was black and gold and blue and white or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah. But God, whatever. this is really good. <laughs> it's fucking mighty fine barley wine. It's really rich, now. though. I don't know that I could suck down a whole bunch of this. I think this, small yeah, amounts. I don't know if I could finish that whole bottle by myself, to be honest with you. Yeah. It was a perfect size to share. I mean, it's a 12-ounce bottle. You yeah. get it at Skookum. By the way, Skookum is an old-timey word. Uh, it may even be a native word, uh, meaning uh, like um, agreeable, amicable, good-ish. Yeah. You know, like, it generally applies to people. Right. It means like good person or decent person. Well, yeah. But anyway, Skookum. It's a good brewery. And it's funny because I went to that brewery. I was coming back from, oh, I started that story a long time ago mm-hmm. uh, before the podcast even started. Yeah. Um, coming back from uh, the Tulalip Casino. And if you ever get to hear, uh, get a chance to hear uh, um, Patton Oswald talk about his casino experience at the Tulalip Casino, please do. It's in one of his stand-ups. Oh, really? Um, oh, it's fucking genius. Oh, I haven't heard this. That's okay, the reason gotta, why he's not been back it. to any casino ever. Oh, really? um, <laughs> but uh, uh, I went there for a user's conference on the way back. I knew I was alone f- at last. I was alone. And and because w- if I was with my wife and kid, they'd be like, well, we have to stop somewhere. <laughs> stop anywhere. So... I stopped by Skookum. It's it's a little ways off the beaten path. Where is it? Um, you pull off. I don't fucking remember. Uh, <laughs> you just drove for a it, while. It's and middle of fuck there. all nowhere. I mean, yeah. I was just following the googly apps, and uh, <laughs> she she led me to where I needed to go. The googly apps. She's a good girl. She took you to the. Oh, she took me to Skookum. She's yeah. Skookum herself. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, I it, it's probably about two or three miles off the highway. I mean, it's it's a little ways, maybe okay. probably more. I'm I'm sure I'm lowballing that. Yeah, but uh, um, it's in this like it, it looks like what it should be like a slaughterhouse. These these giant <laughs> like fucking buildings on this farmland. Yeah, and they're obviously for you know like farm equipment selling and buying and uh, people, trading and shit it's uh, yeah there's like a uh, a car re everybody looks like ref- everybody looks like from they're from the, the hills have eyes yeah, no no it's not quite that bad it's not quite that bad but it's i mean it's just it's almost like going to wander but a larger version of that oh okay, like okay, wanders gotcha. in kind of that one area where it's just like uh what do you call that commercial buildings yeah, all yeah. over the place and then all right. of a sudden boom there's a brewery. It's kind of like that. You would never know. Their their open sign is so far up in the air yeah. that, <laughs> that you wouldn't even know, like, what's open? I don't know what's open. There's no sign that says Gookum anywhere. It's there's like, a tiny sign above this tiny door on this giant It's like you see it from miles away. It's like there's a star. steel building. We should follow that star. <laughs> Pretty much. And uh, but once you go inside, this is huge open area with these long tables of like picnic like tables. Yeah. Um, Almost like uh, Laughing Labrador in uh, in Portland. Okay, yeah. Um, but bigger. Think of that, but just giant. Wow. And, of course, I enter, and immediately I'm wearing my suit. I'm, I'm carrying my growlers. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm, I see all I see in the back is a bar, what looks like a bar. It's obviously just a little pony wall, mm-hmm. and then all their uh, brewing tanks behind there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that must be it. And I started heading, and then I turned my head, and the guy's like ah, waving at me from <laughs> from over here at this <laughs> tiny little bar that serves all their beer. <laughs> He was like, I thought you were going to fill it right out of the tank. I'm a comedian. Um, it's self-serve here. Yeah, I, I was thinking, hey, hey, you know, I go to the source. And he chuckled at that. Because, you know, retort, as yes. it were. Yeah. Um, this sounds like an interesting place to visit. It, it is. An, it, I would like to have stayed. I only went there. I, I filled a growler, bought what you see here. Yeah. Um, which was fairly expensive. Yeah. We figured that bottle was about $10, which is a 12-ounce barley wine, and then this was, I think, another $15, and then it was, I think, only like 12 or so dollars to fill the growler. Yeah. But, well, yeah. Arlington, it's in, it's near Arlington, so that's not, yeah. I mean, that's not even too far away. No, and it's its off of that exit. I don't know what the fuck exit. It's not off the exit that you go to, well, I'm not going to explain local geography to fucking... <laughs> People on the internet, they don't people, give in a Aust- fuck. people in Australia yeah. are like, "Wow, this is fascinating." <laughs> exactly. Backwoods, backwoods of Washington. Mm, yeah, boy, it's, this is- it's let's just say it's the outback. <laughs> you don't have to go on walkabout. It's outback. Um, it's the outback. <laughs> um, but uh, an interesting place. Huge high ceilings. I mean, the building's fucking huge. Yeah. Yeah, it could house many of fucking cow. We should make a we need to make a road trip there. That sounds interesting. No, I want to make a road trip everywhere. Yeah, um, because I can. We'll start uh, with that. I, no, I, I I introduced my wife to uh, one of our favorites on this podcast, which we had this year's version of mm-hmm. uh, Kitty Cat Blues from Rubens. Oh, and she yeah. was like, oh, that's really good. Oh, and she like, I've always wanted to go to this brewery. Where is it? And she's like, where is it? Oh, it's it's in Redmond. It's like down by uh, oh. Bellevue in that area. And, you know, yeah. oh, I love Bellevue. Can we go there? <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> I like Bellevue, too. It's like a little little version of Seattle, you know? It's, it's not. It's like a, a little super white fucking rich people version of yeah, Bellevue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's true. But it's um, it's like you can. I'm sorry. I like when, when I'm dealing with a city. Area, yeah, an urban area. I like my heroin addicts. It's just you got to have them on the street corner, man. <laughs> it doesn't feel like a city unless there's exactly drugs and degradation all over. Unless the place. I see someone peeing in an alley, yeah, that is may or may not be homeless, may or may not be sober, <laughs> maybe on some sort of uh, narcotic. Yeah. Then I'm in a fucking city. Well, God, Deanna, I remember once with Deanna. I mean, I I am not a big city person at all. I don't. I'm not well traveled. I don't have a lot. Of well, you look like it. it so. Yeah, I know. You'll look I like know. a big city. Person. I know. I seem very, uh, you know, sophisticated. And, but I, I would, so bourgeois. Deanna and I were downtown Seattle once. We stopped into a like a little sandwich place down there and, and uh, sat at a Which table. One? I can't remember the name of it now. It just, <laughs> I don't remember. It's been Who cares? years. <laughs> I just—I'll never forget. We were sitting at the table, and and we could see outside. And across the street, some guy comes shambling down the street. Looks like a street person, and he just collapses <laughs> right on the sidewalk. Like just, I'm just walking along, thump. <laughs> And this, that's it. And I'm like, oh, my God, did we just see somebody die or what Maybe. the hell just happened? Yeah, I know. And I'm like, fuck, that's that's a little scary. Would you like to go do a mouth to mouth? Yeah. But the, <laughs> the thing that it just like there were people walking and they just kind of veered around him and kept yeah. walking. I was like, oh, man, this yeah. sucks. I can't. Uh, I don't know if I can. Humanity. I don't know if I can eat while I'm, I'm watching like possibly someone die across the street. 
and it really bothered me for a second. And I was well, you like, "You could just go kill him, then you know for sure." <laughs> hey guys, could you have a knife back there? I can go stab this guy so I can eat. You gotta put a knife. I could probably fit this through his ribs. But I will. I will say on uh, the the people of Seattle. After a few minutes, a few people actually gathered around him, started checking him, and I was like, at that point, then I was like, okay, at least. At least, like, everybody's not going to ignore See, him that's and how just walk you, around that's him. how you tell how good a city is, how yeah. long it takes them to fucking help a homeless person. <laughs> Seriously, because San Francisco is a piece of shit, man. Well, Seattle, it was Ooh. about, it was like about three minutes. Yeah. He just laid there, and I was just, the whole time I'm eating, I'm like, God, I'm trying to enjoy lunch with my wife while we're here in Seattle, but that's, I can't, like, not focus can't on look that. Away. I know it's like this. I see the body. It's right there. It's a human being. He just fell on the ground, and nobody's looking at. Him. Nobody's bothering with this. So what? Do, what do you do? He's just a plebe. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Maybe he's just a slave. We don't know. Because that's how Romans talk. Yeah. Yes. 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 They speak in a British accent, or Americans talk that way in uh, old black and white movies. <laughs> no, they're very breathy. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I watched um, The Bride of Frankenstein. Oh, that great was, fucking movie. Yeah, I have a thing, a, a, a parallel with my list of movies that I missed through the 80s, 90s, and 2000s. This is the movies you missed in the 50s and 60s? Well, all the old <laughs> movies. I have, a, I have a thing with myself where if a, a movie, an old movie comes on either Netflix or on demand on Comcast, I watch it. Mm-hmm. Like if it's a well-known old movie. And... um. That, There's that. a lot of really good unknown old movies too. I, I do occasionally pick <laughs> one just out of random, like if it, if it looks interesting. Like there was a, there was a movie called Jubal that had Ernest Borgnine and mm, that's a good movie. Yeah, you've seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a long was, time ago when I was a kid. But. Yeah, it looked like a western, and I was, I'm not a really big fan of westerns, but I watched it and Some it was like, um, yeah, it was it was surprisingly good. I, I really got into it. It was um, that movie has aged extremely well. Yeah, it didn't come off as like a dated. You know, it didn't feel dated. I watched a few other movies from that time period that were really dated. Well, uh, I, I would say the majority of movies they make are extremely dated. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of The Bride of Frankenstein, it was very dated. But I got to admit, I kind of enjoyed watching it. Um, I'm not one who watches movies for the like the cheese factor or, oh, this is so funny because it's like from the 1930s or whatever. Hmm. Um but I kind of enjoyed watching it. Partly you appreciate for it for what it is. And they, there were some the stuff in there. The piece of art that is in front of you, you have to view it yeah. as it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sorry, but a lot of those movies, uh, Boris Karloff and, and that, yeah, fucking amazing. Yeah, it was weird. It was I, I'm watching it, and I'm, I'm like, this is actually, there are parts of this movie where I'm looking at it and I'm going, how the hell did they do that back? Mm-hmm. You know, like there's certain special effects, and it's like, shit, they didn't have computers, they didn't have... Like there were no shortcuts. How the hell did they just pull off what I just saw on screen? It's like I there's some, you know, camera tricks or something that they did. Mm-hmm. But there were some pretty big sets, you know, some huge things. Like at one point, there's a whole tower that collapses in on itself, and it's like they didn't build a whole tower and collapse it. There's no way they did they that. May for, have. Yeah, it's possible. That's the thing about the old Hollywood. It was not that expensive to do that kind of shit. That's true. Maybe they did. Now it's do it. extremely expensive because now, of course, they have to have insurance for everyone, and they have to have you know this, yeah. that, and the other, and it costs a lot of build, and then you have to hire the 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 people in the guilds and and the, the the unions and all that. So I mean, yeah, it's horribly expensive now. Yeah. Then they were like, they just went and grabbed a bunch of dudes and said, "Hey, build this. We want to make it fall. Yeah. So make it rickety." Yeah. <laughs> and they put the actors up there. No, it's safe. It's fine. It's fine. 
It's absolutely <laughs> fine. They got when their big gets, megaphone. It's fine. It's fine. When it, when Because we all talk like this because it's the 1940s. When yeah. When it's halfway down, go ahead and jump. You'll be safe. <laughs> fine. <laughs> Don't worry. There's a kiddie pool. It's fine. If you're cold, we're going to set the building on fire in just a minute in case you're cold. <laughs> we put 15 pillows down here. <laughs> jump. But uh, yeah, it was it was actually an enjoyable movie despite mm-hmm. being incredibly dated. Um, of course, it's fucking no, 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 no. But dated in like in a way, like like the whole um, that weird breathy pseudo British oh, accent the, that all the, the actors used. It was just weird. It was like why did why did everybody talk like that back then in the movie? See, that's where Cary Grant fit in perfectly. He was already English and yeah. already had that breathy accent. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Hello, darling. <laughs> Love, he's one of my favorites of all time. Oh, yeah. Cary Grant is, oh, yeah. if you could go back and sleep with one person from history. Yeah, pretty much Cary Grant. <laughs> Cary Grant, yeah. I'd like to party with that guy. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, he was as gay a Dane May, but, you know. Uh, Cary Grant was? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he was just so darling. <laughs> Hello, darling. Just so much in the way. I, I guess I could see that. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's oh, so good, so good. And, and speaking of him, if you ever get a chance, put yep. this on your list: Penny Serenade. Penny Serenade. Oh, fucking fantastic film. I actually think that might be on demand or, or on the. Uh, uh, on definitely watch it. It's it, it's one of those that w- it kind of stands the test of time because yeah. it's not it's not about the effects and it's not about any, it's about people and it's about uh, a married couple. Um, uh, not to give too much away, but it's it's about a newlywed couple mm-hmm. and their lives together, and they te- a tragedy happens within that time, and it's how they all react to it, and it's oh, that's interesting. It's it's a beautiful movie. It's extremely well acted. Yeah, very well directed. It's it's a great movie. Cool. Yeah, so I'll, it's I'll definitely one of my list. Uh, I think Cary, Yeah, it's Cary Grant. Uh, one of his best. Yeah, for sure. And I can't for the life of me, I can't remember. Speaking the, of the good movies, I just watched um, Netflix just put the a movie called The Ritual on. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Oh, it is. It's not my week. It's my wife's week. So no. eh, indecision rules. It is. So, so good. as soon I as didn't... my week begins next week, yeah, The Ritual is one of them. It's I, been on my radar for a little while. Yeah, I didn't expect to like it. You know, I'm not. Um, I I I loved horror horror movies growing up, but for some reason, a lot of the modern stuff doesn't click with me. And this did, man. This was like I was into this like yeah. within about ten. 15 i mean just right off the bat they did the, a few things and then it was like you're you're along for the ride and it's uh it's fucking tense man i just it's yeah. like one of those movies where you, <laughs> you know usually people make stupid decisions in horror movies and you're yeah. just screaming at the screen just, the don't trip. do that that's stupid but this is like one of those one cases. One stupid decision is fine. Yeah, yeah, But if yeah. every yeah, decision yeah, yeah. they make is just dumb as fuck, which is why I don't <laughs> like uh, uh the Blair Witch. Every decision all of those characters made, every single one of them, yeah. were dumb. Yeah. They were yeah. dumb. Even the ideas they came up with, like the alternative ideas yeah. to do something else, were yeah. dumb. Well, Everything I don't, was I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil the ritual. Don't spoil it, I'll beat you to death with No, no, no I'm not going to spoil anything. This is... Um, but death. You can tell the guy who wrote the ritual, I almost suspect that he watched the Blair Witch Project and said, that's a great premise but this was done so fucking wrong i'm gonna do it right and it's it's brilliant i mean it's i loved it every every bit of it even the ending which generally speaking horror movies just botched the ending so badly 
Yeah, that's, depends. depends. That's almost that's depends almost always my criticism of modern horror movies is that they just don't. You know, Edgar Allan Poe had that had that advice, which is for horror movies or horror, horror movies. Yeah, back when yeah, you make movies back when there was Edgar lots of Allen movies Poe. back then. Um, for horror stories, was to write the ending first. I think like, they called them flickers because yeah. you could just take the bottom of the book and go. <laughs> they were moving pictures. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they, yeah, he, he had that advice to write the ending first, and if you if you have a good ending, then write the story. If not. Don't bother. Yeah, but uh, I, you know what? A lot of people have that, yeah, like a good ending, yeah. but then they botch everything. Up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, I true. mean, uh, at the same time, that's shite advice. Yeah, yeah. So eh, but, uh, is it really good advice? Yes and no. It depends on your talent. Yeah. He was very talented. Yeah, yeah. So. And I'm not, you, you know, usually. Prick, but very talented. You know, there's always a little bit of violence in, in horror films. And usually it's so over the top and ridiculous that it's just like, it's like, okay, that's clearly a special effect. Have you ever seen, uh, I think it's called The Monster or Monster? I can't, no, it's called The Monster, I think. The Monster. Yeah. It's oh. about this uh, uh, woman with her daughter. Obviously, she had the daughter very young. This daughter's maybe 11, 12. Mm -hmm. And she's rebelling and she's taking her to go to her dad's. And they have to drive through these woods. Well, they get into an accident. Okay. And that movie's fucking brilliant. The Monster. If you've okay. ever I'll, seen it, I'll keep an eye out for it. It's fucking brilliant. It's okay. a really good horror movie. Okay. And yeah, that's. It's, it's just right up my line. Okay. So. But yeah, the ritual's good. I won't ritual, tell you. No, I, I won't tell you anything again. other than it was. It's nice to see a horror movie, in my opinion, done right. Mm -hmm. And I and I and I thought. And usually, when I watch a horror movie and I think it's right, I go on to Rotten Tomatoes or something, and I see it's like everybody hates it. That's usually my. But this, I went on. And it's like most because people love it. Those kind of horror movies are not like the the jump scare. Uh, see, I don't. That doesn't. Like that doesn't tense, do anything tense, for tense, me. Tense, 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 jump scare. Tense, 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 jump scare. Yeah. They're like a slow burn. You start. That's what it you has have to a be. Plot, that you have characters. You you, yeah. you describe the you know you you get to know the people involved, yeah. and then you move on from there. See, and I that, watched that is what you want from any film, not just a horror movie, but a science fiction movie, a, a yeah. drama, yeah. anything like that. I watched the Conjuring a few weeks ago, and it was just like eh, Conjuring. Not... I didn't mind the Conjuring. I thought it, it was, was okay. it was fairly well done. I think Sinister is the much better. They came out roughly around the same time. Sinister, uh, okay. Sinister is a much better movie. Okay, um, it's. <laughs> extremely well done on a budget uh and uh with the exception of a few bits here and there i mean it's it's a well done slow burn horror movie okay and it's yeah. it's fabulous cool. all right I'll also uh um we were here first i think it's called it's kind of a throwback it's a oh, throwback yeah, to okay, uh, kind of a 70s that. vibe okay yeah and it's it's another good one too okay so if you ever right. get a chance to watch it yeah it's one of those where you get to kind of get to know your main characters and then you know yeah progress from there so yeah yeah i just um i was gonna say about the conjuring though it was just it was it, there were a lot of those jump scares and it's like they don't yeah. they don't it doesn't i don't know who who does that scare it's like you always know when it's gonna happen because they got the quiet moment like yeah. the music stops Quiet. Everything stops. Everything you hear a few sound effects, maybe the floor squeaking a little bit. And it's, it's all boom. That's there's why the jump scare. Uh, um, it's like I see it coming uh, by a mile. Cabin in the Woods is such a great movie. Cabin in the Woods. Um, you talking about the Joss Whedon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's great another. There's movie. another he horror movie. He takes all those country. tropes and kind of turns them on their head. That was a exactly. weird movie. I that love that movie. I know. I wasn't sure what to make of it at first because it kind of midway through. Spoiler alert! It kind of flips. Around and you realize it's maybe more sci-fi than it is horror movie. That's and the thing. It, yeah. It's 
such a good fucking movie. Yeah. And it's one of those movies really you need, you should. And don't you don't need to watch it more than once, but you should watch it more than hey, once. It's on my rewatch just list. Just because. Yeah. You will spot things, just little things here and there that you didn't sp- spy before, but you will garner things from the story that you didn't garner before right. as well. Right. So, I mean, and and the relationships and this, that, and the other are kind of askew a little differently than they were before. And it's just it's one of those movies you can rewatch a couple of times, and yeah. it just gets it, it just keeps getting better. Yeah, I've I, I've never rewatched it, but I, it is definitely a movie I would sit down to rewatch. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I I do love the fact though that despite the fact that you know midway through you start to realize this is actually a science fiction movie that's sort of becoming like trying to be a superset of every horror movie that's ever been made, and then at the very ending of it is it's the ultimate horror movie. I know it flips back around <laughs> at the last literally the last thirty seconds of the movie and becomes like the worst horror movie you've ever. And seen. it's a fucking gore fest too. So I mean, it, it kind of it has all of that stuff, and it's so yeah. good. Yeah, it's a good movie. So good. I, I didn't I didn't I went into that not expecting I thought it was gonna be more of a traditional horror film, just a Joss Whedon horror, you know, traditional horror film. And so I'm I'm going into it and I I didn't like how he was like everything seemed so typical and borderline stereotyping and I was just like or cliche and I was just like, Oh, come on, man, you can do better than that. <laughs> so it's like I really do have to rewatch it just because the first forty five minutes of that movie I was like, oh, come on. It's man. just one trope after I know, another. but I didn't know that and was on that's purpose. What, that's oh no, and it's all extremely calculated. Yeah, yeah. Perfectly well done. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you, I, you I, can calculate a movie to be to have exactly the reaction you had, yeah, and then flip it on its head. That is a good film. That's He's the only guy who can get away with that. He seems to be the only guy no, who can get away with that. Others can get away with that. Really? Here, pour this. I'm going to Duncan Trussell. I apologize. We're going to no, put this no on problem. for a moment. I will pour. Uh, talk amongst yourselves. I will talk amongst myself. What am I going to talk about? I don't know. I know what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about talking about things when nobody's here. Um, so I need to find Jeff's glass. So what am I going to talk about? I'm going to talk about people listening to the podcast right now. I didn't have got an asshole for a teacher. <laughs> Wait, that didn't work. Hot for a teacher. Ask, ask for a teacher. Ask for a teacher. teacher. There we go. There you go. Yeah. Sorry, what were we talking about? Oh, Joss Whedon's um, wonderful yeah. film. Yeah, it was just a. Um, what was I? What oh my was god! I saying? I don't know what's better. Now. Oh yeah. What do you What do you think of the? Um, I, I think the, this might be better. You think this one's better? So we just poured the Kulshin barley wine, the oak aged barley wine, 2017, and that's a tough one. It is. It's a tough one. They're very close. What's I mean, they're both fours. They're both solid fours. But what's what's the clear leader here? Yeah. Well, this is closer to a leader. Ah, dad joke. All right. (laughs) Moving on. So, okay, so you would rate Skookum Brewing's Barren Wood Barley Wine a four? Oh, absolutely. I'd probably give it a a three, but from, I mean, I'm not a fan of barley wine, so that's pretty high for me. Well, to be honest with you, most most of the time, barley wine is a much lighter beer. Both of these are very, very dark. Yeah. Um, They're generally lighter beers, and they do taste very much like barley and wine. Mm-hmm. But this is fucking something else entirely. These are really similar. I got to be honest. Very I don't similar. know that if I had a blind taste test, if I would actually be able to tell. Them I apart. would. I think the I think the skookum was a little sweeter. I think it had like a slightly sweeter taste to it. Mm-hmm. I would agree. And this has got a. Um, 
but also this was a uh, the the skookum was aged in uh, bourbon barrels. Oh, and so that this was aged in oak barrels. I don't oh. know if they extrapolate on that at all. Okay, look at me with. The I was actually going to use the word woody kind of taste. Yeah, and this the, is just aged in oak barrels, so okay. I'm okay. assuming that there's not a lot of bourbon here, and I think that's what gave the barrel wood from Skookum a little more sweet. Yeah, flavor was that the. Uh, the bourbon, because bourbon generally has kind of that sweet nose, and then it just burns the fuck out of you on the way down. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would give, I would easily give both of these a three, which is a huge surprise. Oh no, they're both fours. When you walked in with, well, for somebody who likes barley wine, for for me, I don't they're, really, they're really like barley wine, but yeah. sometimes there's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And these two, fucking amazing. Yeah. I could see myself uh, sharing a bottle of this with my wife over dinner, and then pouring myself more than her. Because <laughs> I've been married 15 years And I'm not romantic that much And spiking anymore. hers with a little water So it looks like <laughs> yeah. you gave her as much And she'll still like it Because yeah. Yeah, she'll drink it Fucking yeah. anything yeah. <laughs> All I know is he drinks enough I get some later <laughs> Oh, we going back to National Butt Stuff Day <laughs> Oh, no, no We'll celebrate that again next year Oh, okay, okay yeah. Cool All right. I think together, maybe Come back around <laughs> We'll plan. A, we'll do like a picnic. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't know if uh, Bellingham. Bellingham's a pretty progressive place. I don't know that they would be okay with a couple of people doing butt stuff out in the middle of a park, even if it was International Butt Stuff Day. Well, you know, we don't we don't have the nude ordinance like uh, you know San Francisco or Berlin or whatever. You know, and you can't just get naked and lay around in a park. So you actually can here. Yeah. It's um, it's not. It's they don't have any specific rules against it. That's the problem. Like, is it a problem? Really? At some point? No, 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 no. I, I, I'm, I'm just saying that's the if, if the the police. They they, they may have that, but they won't allow strip clubs here. Who knew? That is weird, though. Yeah. Um, but they um, I, I have a friend who's a cop, and I asked her about that once. I said, "What's the deal with that?" I said, "Because we always have the nude bike right here in Bellingham, yeah. which I think most people view that as more funny than offensive. I hope people view that as funny, more funny than offensive. I think that's there's both sides. Bo- I'm sure there's both sides of that. Uh, yeah, um, you always see them if you look on the Herald's, you know, website or Facebook page. There's always the handful of them about. Oh, I, I was down, I was downtown with my children, and they went by. I was like, oh, oh no, no. Your children has never seen tits before? <laughs> Didn't they use yours for food at one point, you dumb shit? <laughs> there's a penis, oh, my God. But I, I asked, and, and it basically it boils down to there's no real rule against it as long as – but if a, if a person calls and complains, the cops have to respond and come and say, hey, we got a complaint, and you have to – Well, yeah, to that could be up. somebody just saying Jesus too much. You'd be like, no, well, this guy's just being a dick. Can you come down <laughs> and take care of this? You know, I mean – But, yeah, literally somebody could walk around completely naked if they felt like it legally um, as long as nobody complained. Cops aren't going to bother them. Right on. As long as you don't stink, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> you stink, I'm going to complain. <laughs> I have a little gentleman down here. Uh, he stinks really bad. <laughs> What's he wearing? Nothing. Oh, well, he should be easy to <laughs> he's, pick he should out. Be fairly easy to spot. <laughs> Trust me, you'll smell him before you see him. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Yeah. Back to movies and Back TV. Back to movies. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yes. This barley wine's still a four. Fuck you. <laughs> 
fucking gay. I agree. It's great. It's really good. I just don't like barley wine, generally speaking. So for me to give both Trust of these me, a we're three going is a real surprise. Direction with the double IPA next, and then banana bread beer from we, England. Yes, we have banana bread beer, which uh, English banana bread, which may be, not be may be inferior it, to my mom's banana bread. So. Yeah, I don't yeah. like banana flavored things, even Fuck when you. they're flavored with actual bananas. I like bananas. I have a thing. Of, I love bananas. I don't like banana flavored anything. But do you like banana bread? No. But I, but there's I fucking don't. Banana I in can't it. explain it. I try to eat it, and it's like, yeah, this is grossing me out. Weird. That's fucking weird. It is fucking weird. And my wife, you know, she makes banana bread, and the kids just love it. I fucking love banana bread. I'll Still look at it, and I'll go, it, it looks nuts good. Banana bread. It looks good. It smells good. And if I eat it, it's going to gross me out. I don't know what it is. It's that flavor of banana cannot come from anything. But Maybe it's the flavor and the texture is like the same banana. It could be. Yeah, something, something, some wires so in my brain. Is, what, what, I can't remember what those were called. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, moving on. Um, have you yet watched? Um, I have a couple of shows mm-hmm. uh, that you need to peruse. Yeah. Um, one is Altered Carbon, which we finished watching last weekend. I watched and the first two episodes. Fucking brilliant. I guess I'm not as into it. I, I, it's not clicking with me. What? And I'm watching it, and I'm Why thinking... Why do you think it's not clicking with you? I don't know. I, I feel like the story... I feel like it's more about impressing me with the like the ideas of the technology and stuff. Like, I'm not I'm not getting a real strong storyline. So I'm, I'm kind of getting lost a little bit. So I'm going to keep watching because I, I have way it's too many because, people. Uh, um, Caleb mentioned the same thing. Like yeah. uh, he has to rewatch the first episode with subtitles just to kind of understand that what's going on. No, no, no. I, I, it's not losing me. It's just that I don't feel like there's a really compelling story going on, in the, at least in the first two episodes. Oh, no. It, it, no, because the, it, the story starts out straightforward. Okay. So, I mean, it's... I, I suggest you continue it. I like it's it enough. I like it enough. Really, really fucking. I like it enough to continue watching. I just I'm not as head over heels about it as I expected to be, just based on some of the reactions of my friends. I yeah. expected to watch the first episode and just be blown away, but I was I watched the first episode and I was like, eh, I don't know if I want to keep watching. And then I watched the second episode and I was like, okay, well, it's moderately more interesting than the first one. But I, I just keep I keep feeling like they're a little too into the. Isn't this a cool idea about the future? You know, like the AI hotel or the, you know, it's just like it's like okay, I've got it, I've got that. That's all cool stuff, but get get the story going. Like I, I want the story to. But the story is threaded throughout all that. I, I guess I don't yeah, know. Figure, I mean, the the even the the character in the beginning, yeah, is the character throughout the whole thing. Who's an Asian guy from whatever planet? Right. Comes from right, right, and and that's where your story starts with him. He is kind of the story. I love that. I love the the one thing I really like about that is Mike, our uh, our former co-host here, once told me that you know one of the things that I might not notice as a white guy is that the Asian characters always die in TV shows and movies. And I was like, I was like, yo, come on. And then I now I then I see it all the time. Now I'm like, fuck, he's right. He's right about that. And even in the Star Wars, movie, oh, you haven't seen it yet, have you? Uh, no, no spoilers. No spoilers. Never mind. But it's not a spoiler. Erase, 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 it's not erase. a spoiler. 
It's not a spoiler. Um, it's not what you think. Look, so the Asian guy dies. Great. No, I no, no, no. It's it's something way more complicated. All the that. Asian anyway, guys died in the last one I saw. But and he told me that in while we were watching Lost and the Asian characters died like in the third to last episode. I was like, fuck, man. He's every time he's right about this. The Asian characters die. So um, I'm uh, I'm watching that show. And it's like you have the Asian character at the beginning, and he dies. And I was like, fuck, here we go again. But not really. <laughs> so it's kind of like, uh, I don't know if that's even more insulting. Is it more insulting that the Asian guy suddenly gets inserted into a white guy's body? You know what? It, and that's one thing about this show, that it kind of challenges American sensibilities. I don't think anybody else would give a fuck except for Americans. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it does kind of challenge that because of the... The uh, uh, the body swapping thing. No one gets to choose. I mean, you saw it in yeah. the first episode where, uh, well, not everybody gets to choose. Some people do. Yeah. You saw it in the first episode where a seven-year-old girl is put in a, a, a 60-year-old woman's That was body. pretty brilliant. I got to say, you know, for all the, that's another one of those cases Which, what, of. What does that do? That, that kind of, uh, uh, how, how does that relate to us? Well, yeah. guess what? Our insurance companies do the same thing. Yeah. Okay. 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 So it's those parallels that you just I found throughout the entire show. Yeah. Of of our society and that society and there these these incredible parallels that mm. are of course blown out of proportion because it's science fiction. Yeah. It's going to be blown out of proportion. Right. Right. But I don't know. Just keep going. Sorry. See, but that's one of those. That's one of those little things where that was what I was talking about. One of those little moments of is here's how things work in the future. Where mm-hmm. you suddenly learn that the the woman who's all freaked out and nervous is actually a little girl put into an adult body, and that I had, I had to when I learned what that was, I was like, oh shit, that was really brilliant. That was like really an interesting mm-hmm. twist, and it introduces you to to that. Uh, it, it frames what comes after. Yeah. So you I mean you have you have this in you know this what are they called meths the incredibly rich people who have their own data banks full of themselves just yeah. copied over yeah. and over and over again yeah, and right. they just dump themselves into these bodies over and over again yeah. well everybody else is the lower you go yeah the less choice you get yeah it is interesting to think you know like what if if your child was put into the body of like a you know a hobo or something you know apparently the woman that they put her body in or her mind into was Look like a drug addict or something, little disheveled, not not well, not the nicest not. looking person. It's like really because I even mean, our main character you? goes, "Well, you shouldn't put me in a body that smokes." Yeah, <laughs> but they, uh, you know, it's it does make you sort of ask, you know, what if somebody you loved was in a body that you maybe didn't love? You know, how yeah. would you deal with that? It's that is actually a pretty interesting question. Yeah, and th- of course that's kind of the repeating question through the whole through some of. Yeah, it, but uh, there it, it. Trust me, it. it you just gotta fucking watch it. The, uh, I will. The, uh, I my will. biggest exception I... to it. It's not like uh, the the magic wand thing in uh, the, that other movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Which it was a fun popcorn film uh, and should not be taken more than on. You know the level of Transformers movies, yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, it's just I happen to enjoy that movie compared to a Transformer movie, which I have not enjoyed one. Right. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> in this, there was you can tell it was written by somebody from LA. How so? 
and an American. You can definitely tell it was written by somebody from the States and somebody from L.A. Okay. Because the Hispanic person is classically Hispanic, and her whole family is classically Mexican-Hispanic. Okay. Like, all of a sudden, apparently Catholicism is still just as stolid as it ever was. <laughs> Do you have any doubt, really, though? <laughs> three, four hundred years Do you really think that 200 years ago Catholicism was the same as it is now? In this country oh, or no. any other? Yeah, no, no. Of course not. Right. But it do you doubt? Be even then, especially with that technology that's been around for over 200 years. Yeah. Yeah. But do you doubt that Catholicism wouldn't still be around? No, it wouldn't look the same. It wouldn't look the same at no, all. No, all these religions are still around. I yeah. mean, Catholicism itself is using using uh, um, uh, things like Easter and and Christmas, which are not Catholic uh, Catholic things at all. They're not Christian holidays at all. They right. never ever were. Yeah, yeah. But they're using those. Okay. Now think. 500 years into the future mm-hmm. really what are they going to use now we've been to other planets we've we can we've conquered death right what are they going to use now okay. no it's going to be something completely and utterly different but all of a sudden this this because they're mexican all of a sudden they have to touch their fucking persons in the shoulders and the head and the chest yeah. no no that's not no <laughs> sorry but that was, that's my biggest exception is kind of that weird racist kind of thinking that it just kind of plugged right in. Yeah. It was like, okay, yeah, an Asian guy becomes a white guy. So the fuck what? Look at these fucking Mexicans. Really? <laughs> They're going to be the same 700 years into the fucking future? Really? <laughs> yeah. That's what you think Mexicans are? Right. Right. That's the, the, the family. Have you watched Sense8? No, I haven't. I watched one episode and I couldn't. I'm gonna I didn't stab like you in it. the eye with this fucking <laughs> fucking. I'm gonna stab you in the fucking eye. I would rather watch Sense Eight than be stabbed in the eye. So perhaps I will. It's Excellent. still on. So you, I suggest you watch it before still, I stab you in the eye. It's still on my list. I just um I I didn't dig the first episode at all. I didn't. It didn't. It more than not clicked with me. I actually didn't like it. Yeah. I didn't like the characters. I didn't like the um. And I just felt like, you know, I'm, I consider myself a pretty progressive-minded person, and I'm I'm very tolerant of other people's lifestyles and stuff. But it's like, when it does every character have to be? It's it just felt like it was like pushing everything right in your face as a. I'm thinking of trying to be political. I would say out of the eight, because there's yeah. eight, there's sense eight. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say the majority, yeah. probably four to f- at least five or six of them yeah. are not that. Why? Well, yeah. Okay. I guess maybe I maybe I misinterpreted it, but it just felt like you have like the straight white guy cop. Okay. You have the super rich, uh, straight laced uh, Korean lady. Okay. You have the Nigerian dude. Okay. Do you think that's fucking legal anywhere in Nigeria to be more than heterosexual? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, even the Icelandic woman is is straight. Yeah. Well, it's not, I'm not lady, talking about the sexuality. Straight. I'm not talking about just the sexuality. It felt like... What do you mean? Okay, you're not just talking about the sexuality, but you went you went alternative lifestyle. Everything else is not alternative. Okay. I don't know. It just felt like I was... It just felt like this sort of like... Um, I don't like it when storytellers preach at me. 
That's a that's like a real turnoff for me. I didn't find any preaching whatsoever. It felt it. felt preachy. The fr- at least the one episode Maybe I watched. The first episode is I have to yeah. watch it again, which I'm going to because they're about to finish the whole series with a, I think a a two to four hour miniseries. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought they already they finished got canceled it. and they're filming. I don't know if they're filming still filming. Yeah. But they were filming. Uh, so what did the what finishing. was the deal with that? Why did they I that that's. Since eight was like everybody was talking about it, and so suddenly they canceled it. What's the deal? I don't know. Uh, apparently, it wasn't as popular. As, uh, well, you have to figure Netflix is not only just American, but it's Canadian. It's it's everywhere. Yeah, um, also, in America, really, who's going to watch that? People on the West Coast and East Coast. These are yeah. the only people that are going to watch that. The right. entire swath of the civilization in between in between those, which yeah. is thousands of miles, is not going to watch that. Because, right, well, right, right. Jesus Christ, there's fags and shit in it. <laughs> Goddamn lesbians and shit. Um, so, you know, the Nazis aren't going to watch that. And considering <laughs> the, 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 what do you call that, mindset of our nation at this moment in time, mm-hmm. especially that swath of the nation... Yeah, it's going to go... Yeah, straight. you're right. I can see that. I mean, just considering the fact that I even had a little bit of a... Like, what's the deal with the... I mean, it's it, it, essentially the first episode is to weed out those that would not appreciate alternative lifestyles. Well, it's not... For me, it's not that I don't... I can handle that. That doesn't bother I, I'm me not in the saying slightest. That but I'm, the, I'm not attacking you personally. No, I, I, know, don't, I know. I don't think it was you, but that's basically what that... Even that first scene yeah. is is just to fucking get rid of people. Yeah, that are not. You know what? This isn't for you. Yeah, maybe you should just shut it off and and go back to Bonanza. Okay, <laughs> but it's <laughs> sorry, I'm a dick. Um, sorry, go back to cops. That racist welfare hitting crack hunt. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, uh, anyway, go back to whatever you're going to watch. But uh, it's really that's kind of what that's for. Yeah. yeah. And I understand why the Wachowskis did that. Well, okay, maybe I need to go into that and just sort of put up the... My whole point behind this was is the way they portray Mexicans, because there's an actual Mexican... I don't know if that person is Mexican. Yeah. But um, he plays a guy from Mexico City. Yeah. And him and his partner are both in Mexico City. They live in Mexico City. He's a famous-ish person from Mexico City. Mm-hmm. And they don't portray Mexicans as that. Oh. What they portray Mexicans in, uh, what do you call it? Carbon, uh, altered, altered carbon. Car- yeah, yeah. They don't portray Mexicans th- even that way. And that's today. And they're modern today. Oh, okay. So okay. it's yeah, it's yeah. one of those things. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, it's that was the one thing that took me out was that, and my wife finally commented on it. She was like, "Why the fuck? What? I didn't know." Yeah, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I digress. But yeah, maybe I, I need to. Maybe I need to go into Sense Eight, just understanding that maybe I mean maybe what you're saying is is right, and I need to not interpret it as as um you know like I said, it's not. It's not that I can't watch a movie about a lesbian or something like that. I mean, that no, doesn't bother I, me. That's slightest. not what I'm saying. But the, no, I know. You, but it's just the the. It almost comes off as a little bit preachy. But maybe I do need to go into it, just sort of thinking, just sort of allowing for that at first, and saying, okay, well, maybe they were trying to weed out the certain yeah. parts of the audience. So. 
And that's exactly what that was. And and I, I have seen that first episode a couple of times. Yeah. And, yeah, that's exactly what they were doing. I, I honestly think. I'm, I don't know. I would have to actually ask one of the Wachowskis, hey, is this kind of what you guys were going for? It was like, hey, yeah. this, this is not for you. Just move on. Yeah. Or, you know what? If you can handle this, you can handle the rest of what's going to happen. Seems like, yeah, that seems like And the like rest the of what's going to happen is extremely fucked up, but it's not... It, it has nothing to do with their alternative lifestyles yeah. or anything like that. It's fucked up because it just the situation is weird yeah. and different. Have you seen any of their other stuff? There was um, Jupiter Rising, Jupiter Ascending. Ascending. I Ascending. love that movie. It's yeah. kind of their version of uh, um, the Fifth Element. Oops. Really, is what it is. Cheers. Yeah, yeah I know. Um, I just, <laughs> loud noise. <laughs> That was for you at home. Yeah. You know what? Nice. Try this at home. Just yeah. don't drive. No kidding. <laughs> um, it was their Do version. what I say, not what I do. It was their version of what? Uh, it was the fifth element. Oh, okay. That's all it is. It's just a cheesy popcorn fun. Oh, really? Uh, aesthetically pleasing, just ridiculous story, uh, uh, ride of fun. I yeah. mean, and it's, it's Cinderella <laughs> in space. I have watched the fifth element. Four times. I fucking love the fifth element. I hate it. Really? And I've watched it four times. And you How know do you why? I hate that movie. I you know why? I don't know. I, I watch it and the whole time I'm just going, Okay, well this isn't Did you not read Morbius bad. Mobius when you were a kid? Not that I remember. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I get fired from the podcast. This is where you get fired for not being a geek. <laughs> I was a geek. It just that movie doesn't do it for me. And I've watched it four times because I have so many friends who just fucking love, love it, that. man. I love that movie. And, I, and so I'll ridiculous. probably watch it again. It's so fun. It's, it, so I, I think you have the same reaction to things as, like, my wife to comedy. Yeah. Well, how, what do you mean? Because my wife to comedy is, is this weird dichotomy of, of she likes funny. Yeah. But she only likes certain funny when it's funny to her. So it's like, how does that, that doesn't even make any sense. I love my wife, but I remember when I, when we, we first got together, we started watching movies and, and TV shows and things. Yeah. And so, uh, I realized that she hadn't seen a lot of the like American and even maybe some of the English stuff. And she said, Oh, one of my favorite movies is, uh, fuck the full Monty. It's one of her favorite movies. Okay. Yeah. Fabulous fucking movie. Hilarious fucking movie but it's not hilarious because of like joke after joke after joke right it's hilarious because of the situation the people and the ridiculousness of all of that that ensues right <laughs> but then i uh, of course oh well maybe she likes english humor yeah. so i happen to own the holy grail monty python's the holy grail i was just gonna show ask. it to her Fucking hated every minute okay. of that fucking movie. All right. Hated it. Hated it. She, I can't believe you showed me that. This was fucking <laughs> terrible. I hated it. I hated it. And of course, what did I do? I immediately showed it to her father, who fucking loved it. <laughs> Thought it was hilarious. So she But since then, wait. Okay, go Since ahead. then, yeah. I've shown her two other Monty Python movies, which yeah. she absolutely loves. Wow. Okay. I was going to say, so she likes comedy that's realistic, like the full Monty could happen in real life. Mm -hmm. 
but it's just funny because of the situation that's going on. But she doesn't like absurd like she, stuff she, that couldn't uh, it's happen. It's funny because she doesn't like absurdity, and she thinks okay. absurdity is re- just dumb. But she doesn't yeah. realize that this whole thing is absurd. What we're doing right now is absurd. The whole yeah, world yeah, and yeah, humanity yeah. is in a giant absurdity. Yeah. And that's what they were trying to portray. Yeah. And the legend of. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, The Life of Brian fucking loved it. Really? I, she thought that was one of the funniest fucking movies that she's ever seen. I, okay, so she's got a. It's a little meaning more complex life. than than the meaning of life, which yeah. is the most nonsensical, ridiculous film yeah. I think Monty Python ever made. Because it's not even it's, a, there's no storyline. It's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. one vignette after another, yeah. and nothing has to really do with one another except for it's all about religion. Yeah, yeah, and about God, mm-hmm. and it's always Christmas in heaven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Life's a piece of shit. <laughs> you look at it. Life's a laugh and death's a joke. It's true. I love that that movie. My favorite part of that movie has always been the death scene. Which one? The the where he the death shows up at the dinner party. I love that scene. I have always loved that scene. I think that may be one of the best things that Monty Python ever produced. And it was it's hard um, to do, but yeah. And they, I just I love that they 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 like skewered people like like both british and americans get just screwed in that you know it's like shut up you americans you're always talking you americans you always say i want to say this and just let me tell you but shut up because you're dead (laughs) (laughs) then the the british guy and he's like well it's it's one of those things where i think they're very prescient and and really had a grasp on uh, the different the two cultures yeah because we're so similar we are very similar we're both xenophobes we're both uh, very (laughs) proud of ourselves for no good fucking reason. You know, we, we get... It's just... We're very similar cultures. Right, right. You know? But, uh, yeah, that movie's great. They were actually going to rewrite the film one more time to get, like, a character going through each of those skits. So there would be a story, and they just kind of... They said, let's just make it a skit movie. They dropped it about halfway through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I'm glad they did, too, because it, it's a great movie. It's I'm not... Ever. It's not a story, but it's fun to watch that movie. I could sit through that movie over and over again. Oh, it's a great film. But I'm so and she liked that. Loved it. I loved it. Wow, she's got it's every sperm is sacred. (laughs) Every sperm is good. That's um that's funny. I would love to get inside her head and understand what it is that she finds funny. God gets quite irate. <laughs> fucking it's such a good fucking movie. But not the not the Holy Grail. Holy Grail? Fucking hated it. Oh my god, man. I I, I worship that since movie. And said, no, this is just dumb. Wow. Holy crap. Wow. So my my wife kind of judges com- comedy, and I always say you hate comedy. Mm-hmm. You just fucking hate comedy. No, I don't hate comedy. I just like certain kinds. I'm like, no, you just hate comedy because how can you hate, you know, how can you love the meaning of life and oh. hate the Holy Grail? Oh. How can she love Mel Brooks? Mel Brooks is the yeah. very center of absurdity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's she a, he's loves Mel Brooks. It's, for her, he is like the most genius human being on this planet. I would love to have and for her. me, he is too, but. I would love to have her explain what it is because now I'm. Oh, she now can. I'm, I've had her try several now times. Now I'm confused. Drunk, sober, someone in between. <laughs> I watched a movie this last week. It was on my giant list of movies. 
and it was supposed to be a comedy, and I couldn't finish watching it, and it was uh, American Pie. Have you ever That's seen that? Fucking dumb. Fucking horrible movie, what a man. Stupid fucking movie. I, you I know, it, it was the Porky's of its generation. Is but really what it was. Porky's had. Porky's was a was a. a Don't fucking terrible try to mo- dress no, 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 no. up. A no, pig I, in no, a dress. no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not going to really? dress it up. I'm not going to dress it up. But at least Porky's was tr- had that had that layer of the guy who directed it was um, I think his name was Bob Clark. It's the same guy who did uh, Christmas Story. Yeah, and. He always had that layer of 1950s civility and innocence, but then he had like the the mm-hmm. other stuff going on. So Porky's at least has that little layer of it's. I guess it's a layer of irony, a little bit. Well, it's that Norman Rockwell. Yeah, and yeah, what yeah. Really yeah. is going on underneath the yeah. Norman Rockwell. So in yeah. in that movie, you see scenes of like the cool cars from that day and all the kids being cool, and then you have like the degrade of you know the horrible things they're doing. American Pie is just like. Just these horrible dude bro type characters mm-hmm. um, t- doing terrible things and talking and acting like complete assholes. All right, now, now, I didn't I'm sorry, but funny. that that uh, don't tell Bree this, but that completely and utterly defines the '90s. <laughs> it's just a bunch of pricks concerned about their own dicks yeah. and just going about their business. Yeah, I didn't Thank you. I didn't I didn't like the I couldn't finish it. I literally couldn't finish it. And um you know, I looked up some of the reviews and people were mixed on it. You know, some people hated it, some people loved it. Roger Ebert of all people said it was a kind-hearted movie. Not at all. I know, and I'm just like, what First are of you all, the movie hated about? its own characters. Yeah, yeah. It really hated its own characters. Yeah. And all the characters hated each other. Yeah, yeah. They didn't treat each other nice. And then, and I'm thinking. Now, think of all the TV shows during the 90s Friends, ER, all the same. <laughs> all the big shows, movies, all yeah. of them were the same. Yeah, yeah. That's true. I, 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 see, what you're, I see where you're getting. Yeah, Forrest Gump at. fucking hated its own audience. <laughs> Um, I just, uh, I just, um, the only, the only part about that movie that I even thought even got even remotely close to humor was Eugene Levy playing the, the the awkward dad. Yeah. Fucking love Eugene Levy. And I, and I just, I looked at that and I thought, man, this would be a hilarious character in a better movie. And it's just, I'm so annoyed with this movie. I can't even laugh at his dad, you know, the dad coming in and doing all the goofy, you know, Oh, here's something. Here's a, there's a show you need to watch. Yeah. Uh, with Eugene Levy and Is Catherine it? O'Hara, Shit's Creek. Uh, yeah, fucking great! Fucking I have that. Show. Uh, it's on Netflix. Oh have my, it on my god! Uh, and yeah. they just came out with a new season, and I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, I binged watched seriously in like two weeks. Yeah, the first two seasons. I'm I'm waiting because so fucking good. Deanne's really and the great thing about it. Yeah, there's no script. Oh really? Yeah. So it's like a. Completely ad lib. Just have a the premise. The whole fucking thing. They have a premise. They have characters. Yeah. They stay in those characters, and they have an idea of what it's supposed to be and oh, what's going that on. That makes me really want to watch and it now. Jesus Christ, how much do you have to shine? And to be honest with you, the uh, a lot of the younger actors really do shine. Yeah. In this show. Yeah. That's cool. Against these veterans who have been in the you know the like the 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 Christopher Guest movies. Yeah, yeah. Best in Show, mm-hmm. uh, Spinal Tap. I mean, you name it. It's it's been there. Yeah. Waiting for Guffman, which is an, uh, one of his underrated ones. Yeah. 
Can you imagine being a comedian, though, showing up at the studio to make a, an episode of a show where you're literally, it's like you're just, as soon as the camera rolls, you're on. I mean, and it just and it just goes. Well, I mean, I not, can't it's imagine not like they that. Do this just blindly. I mean, you don't go into something like this blind. You you guys. You, do you think they you get together as a group? You develop the characters. Okay. You know the premise of the show. Okay. You know, kind of. Uh, there's there's obviously some sort of tenuous. Uh, uh, it's it's more like somebody writing a script. And going, okay, you say this, you say that, she yeah. says this, she says that, and then they react. Yeah, da, da, da. That's a script. Okay. Now, these people are writing a, uh, a character-driven kind of comedy. So what they say is, okay, you guys have lost everything. Um, here is your first episode. This is what we kind of want to go on. This okay. is what we kind of want to happen. So let's try to make this happen within the narrative. So you think they so? They have, have a, a narrative, but they don't necessarily have the words they're going to say within okay. that narrative. Okay. So that's how that works. Okay, got it. Um, yeah, that makes but me want to watch the show a lot more now. It's knowing so that. fucking f- number one, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's amazingly funny. Number two, it's 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 a, it's watching talent at work. Yeah, it's watching yeah. genius at work. Yeah, that's Eugene cool. Levy and Catherine O'Hara are that. They're geniuses at work. I I I remember watching. I used to watch SCTV a lot as a kid. You mm-hmm. know, and in the eighties, it was always a late night show on like the off channels. You know, and I, I found it. Follow the yellow it. snow. Yeah. Follow the <laughs> yellow <laughs> snow. <laughs> and um. God, man, that was it was like the funniest thing. And I, I, you know, I thought it was like one of those things where only I knew about it. And I, you know, I grow up later and find out like everybody else was watching it, too. And, you know, it just seemed like such a um, such a um, off the beaten path kind of thing back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, But it's amazing how many people from that show went on to become, you know, I mean, just about all of them. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I can think of any of them that didn't go on to do something much bigger. It's pretty amazing. And, you know, a lot of them, that's where um, I believe Lauren Michaels pulled a lot of people, you know, that came through that for uh, for Saturday Night Live, too. The Second City Comedy, not the TV show, but the they have, like, a comedy club or something. Well, it was Second City, and, and if you ever get a chance, uh, one thing you should listen to yeah. is uh, um, Kevin Pollack has a podcast called Kevin Pollack's I've, chat show. I've heard, yeah, I've watched um, some of And that. it's really good uh, sometimes. Sometimes it's really good, sometimes it's eh. Yeah. But he has a great guest on there, and they talk about all kinds of stuff. Well, Catherine O'Hara is on there. Yeah. And she she talks about all of that stuff. Yeah. All the people from Second City, because she's from Second City. Yeah. And she knew all those people. I mean, uh, who was it? Uh, um, oh, God damn it. Yeah. Now I'm going to forget her name. <laughs> um. Uh, Gene Wilder's ex-wife, who died. Oh, uh, uh, Gilda Radner. Gilda Radner. Yeah, was uh, her uh, her older brother dated Gilda Radner? I mean, oh. that's how close this whole thing yeah. is. Yeah, and, that's cool. And it's it, just to hear her talk about all that. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing how a genius kind of attracts genius, and you know, everyone kind of learns. Yeah, and and becomes what they're going to become through one another, and then on top of that. By succeeding, yeah, at this, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's brilliant, it's wonderful. Have you ever watched um, you know, Jiminy Glick is the character that Martin Short does? One um, of my favorite human beings. Martin oh, Short. I love that. I Martin love Short that is amazing. He's great. Um, he interviews Catherine O'Hara. One more beer. One more beer. One more beer. 
Uh, this is the Mammoth Jack. Oh, this is not a twist off. So this I'm, is a double. No, it's I'm not hurting a twist my off. I'm hurting my fingers. My fingers. <laughs> my fingers. There. Um, this is the Mammoth Jack from uh, Skookum. 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 It's funny because my uncle has said Skookum for years. He knows exactly what it means. Skookum. Oh, that's Skookum. You know, he's always said it. And uh, finally, somebody opened a brewery called Skookum. But that was many years ago. Dangerously approachable. That's what the bottle says. It's dangerously approachable. Mammoth Jack. I'm like dangerously you. approachable. <laughs> Ladies or gentlemen. <laughs> However you get there, we'll get there. Together. Just the two of us. Mm-hmm. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. <laughs> Just the two of us. <laughs> that's, today's, that's today's theme. Well, you, you asked, so who's going to be on? So what did I have to do? Put on, uh, what, God, what was his fucking Beer, name? Uh, I don't remember. That motherfucker. Stupid dumb. Uh, uh, Bill Weathers. Oh, Bill okay, Weathers. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think of this? Oh, Jesus Christ, that's good. Yeah. Okay. I'm really enjoying yeah. it. Kind of middle of the did road. Did you cleanse there. your fucking palate? <laughs> I How mentally do, I do, do that. It. I can How do I do that? Do oh. <laughs> but uh, other people have to like drink water and eat chocolate and shit. <laughs> I can mentally do it. I just go. Mm. I have to smell coffee beans. That like cleanse my palate. I usually have to stick something in my butt. <laughs> you know what, Chicago? That's... Do it in the butt. <laughs> For those of you who are in Chicago, yeah. <laughs> Best SNL movie ever. Yeah. The ladies' man. You ever seen a ladies' man? I have not. I got my Cravathier, my bottle of Cravathier. Who's in that? Oh, Jesus. Now I can't remember that guy's name. See, I'm... Oh, Jeff, why did you open this beer? Um, <laughs> uh, I can't remember his name for the life of me. Are we at two hours? Because if we're at two hours, we need to stop now. We kind of are. We're at we, an hour we, and a we half. We should probably so, do final yeah. thoughts. But uh, Let's do final uh, thoughts. <laughs> we can finish this beer and then talk uh, about Off that. air. Off air. Yes. The um, ladies. But we should, we should at least rate it. So I'm going to give this a two. Man. Which uh, for me is meaning it's drinkable, but I'm not digging it. Uh, this is uh, This is a solid three. Yeah. It's good beer. I mean, oh, I would, I'm not complaining good. about it. I'm not complaining I, uh, about it. I shouldn't it, be drinking it, but it's neither <laughs> here nor there. Mm. It is good. They are good. This is um. We need to check these guys out. This is another Skookum beer. It is. It's yeah. called Mammoth Jack Double IPA. Good stuff. These uh, seems like they might be a little hidden. The, it sounds Tim like Meadows. Be. Tim Meadows is uh, one of the funniest fucking guys. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Tim Meadows is genius, yeah. and he plays the latest man. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know what exactly what I'm talking yeah. about? It's the latest man. But oh, here's latest man on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll get there. But uh, yeah, it's it's good stuff. Here's the latest man trailer. One glance will seduce you. One touch will excite you. One word and you're his. Forever. Hey, what happened? He is Leon Phelps. If you have a romantic query and you are under the age of 50, uh, 
Justin, please give us a call. The ladies' man. Hey, ladies, if you are rich, would you please meet me at the Nacho Car? <laughs> position and I'll probably be holding it for a very long time. What, what was that? I'm looking forward to taking it all in. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> okay. I love it. Ladies man is so awesome. It's such a good movie. So we were on our uh, final thoughts, I guess. That was my final <laughs> fucking thought. I don't care who you are. The ladies' man was your and, final yeah, But one of, the, one of the lines is that he's on the radio, and it said, Chicago, you have to do it in the butt. <laughs> yeah. And I've constantly quoted that forever. Mm-hmm. It's all the butt stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Your final thoughts. Uh, my final thoughts are... Um, I will I will rewatch Sense Eight. There we go. I that'll be my need, that'll um, be my future uh, mission here to to rewatch it and to clear my head of any feeling that I'm being preached at and just sort of let it happen and see see where it goes. I think you should. Um, I think most people tend to watch an episode like one episode or something, and that's what they think of that show. I right? I am one of those people. Um, I gave. Lost two full fucking seasons. Two seasons. <laughs> Leave Lost alone. <laughs> and it's still a shit fucking show. So you need to give Sense8 at least, and this is what I have. This is me. Yeah. Uh, and I, I honestly think most people should do this for everything, and I learned this from uh, Torchwood. Yeah, for those of who uh, love Doctor Who and Torchwood is probably one of the best fucking spinoffs that it exists on this planet. Yeah. Um, I I it wasn't until the third episode to where it really I, I really fucking hated it until the third episode yeah. and then all of a sudden boom, it just everything just clicked and fell into place and you were off from there. Yeah. Sense eight is going to maybe be that for some people um, because it really takes just about three episodes to introduce all the characters. There's okay. eight goddamn characters. Can you really introduce eight characters in one episode? Right. Right. Okay. Not only eight characters, but a premise of a show. Right. The premise is pretty much solid in the first show. Did you just fart? No, that was my arm on the table, for God's sake. You know what? He says that. It was the elbow. I'm not sure if I believe him. (laughs) What was that? Leon Phelps, (laughs) the latest man. Okay, so we those fucking genius. We both. But give Sensei to try. Uh, Sensei is probably a very important and uh, well loved, internationally well loved show because it shows other cultures in a light beyond. The the American understanding of those cultures, okay. which the American understanding of most cultures is shit, because we're a xenophobic fucking piece of shit society <laughs> who tends to view others as lesser. 
It doesn't yeah. matter if they're black, white, Asian. That doesn't matter. If they're not American, they're less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, even if you are American, if you don't look American, shall we say? <laughs> You're maybe yeah, but not. I'm talking about that. That's within the Amer- American society. Yeah. I'm talking about outside of that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about other countries, other cultures, right? Things yeah. that are beyond us. Yeah. Which there is an immense amount, to be honest. In fact, oh, a movie to put on your list. Yes. Really fucking good. Really long, but really fucking good. Called The Thieves. The Thieves? Yeah. It's a Korean film. Check okay. It out. Okay. Yep. Another one down to my list. Add to the list, and uh, that's my final thought. Watch Sense 8. Okay. It's fabulous. It's okay. fucking amazing. I will watch Sense 8. I will. I promise. <laughs> Otherwise, you're getting a dick in the ass, and I'm going to poke your eye out. <laughs> I will definitely watch this. You want to find a fucking thought, bitch? Okay. Oh, hello. Speaking of bitches, how yeah. you doing, little puppies? Little puppy dog. Well, anyway, good night, Dave. Good night, Dave. You know, when you look at it, life really is a piece of shit, which is why we have beer. This episode of Beer Plus 3 featured Jeff Swatman and Rick Anderson. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us at beerplus3 at gmail.com. Good night, Dave. But yeah, I, I stopped uh, because I was at Tulalip for a users conference. What's that? Uh, basically, our vendors try to impress us and shit. Oh. <laughs> uh, so they take us to a casino somewhere and wine and dine us and wow. citrus, citrus. So it's kind of cool. How often does that happen? It usually happens nearly with at least every vendor. Not all, every one of them, but at least once a year. Yeah. So I'll go to... Uh, uh, this one, and then uh, our other one of our other vendors will put on a really big one. They're w- probably down by uh, uh, where uh, the mics are, Mike Lucas and Mike Zamora. So oh. I'll be going down to Alani, Alani, Alehahi. I don't, I can't remember the name of the casino. The new one down by Portland. Yeah. So that's that's where we're going. That, and then I'm going to end up going to Vegas for uh, G2E, which is kind of like yeah. Uh, G4 or whatever, you know, the big conference for video games. They do one for oh, yeah, slots, yeah, right, too. Right. It's like G2E or something, you know, I don't know. God, I miss that. You know, when I first started at the newspaper, mid-90s, you know, the newspaper were really, they were flying high at that point. And everything, we used to have all kinds of things like that where there would be, you know, like people would take us out to dinner and there would be like just random you know, it, w- it was a constant, and it was like, wow, this is really cool. I like working at the newspaper. And then it was like eh, mid two thousands, early you know, two thousand five or so. That just all started to disappear. You know, it was like the reality check started to set in for them. Well, the recession, I'm sure, didn't help. No, but it was really war was, and recession. It was mainly. You know what really killed newspapers was uh, Craigslist. That was like the bulk of their. I mean, that was the real. Yep. Income for a newspaper were the were the classified ads. ads. Yeah, yeah. And as soon as somebody had the idea of 
you know, Putting doing all that, that stuff way. online and yeah. doing it cheap and on the doubt. I mean, and it just super it, cheap. Oh, it just used to kill me because they'd have these meetings and they would talk about, you know, well, what what can we do to make print ads more attractive to people? Can we, you know, what can we? I was like, you can't do anything. It's dead. It's End of the road. Inconvenient. Think a step beyond that. Now mm-hmm. we're we're past print. Now you got to and then you create know create your own Craigslist. Yeah, yeah, that would have been brilliant. It's like, how about all 30, 40 newspapers that are part of this company? Yeah, create their own Craigslist. And you have what newspapers from different cities? Yeah. All of that could be in one. Yeah, so yeah. people could call New York or Chicago or right. San Diego and yeah. say, "Hey, you got this? I would like that." And hey, can you ship it up here? Boom. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then the the other company handles the shipping part of it, and you're mm-hmm. you're good to go. It's like I, yeah, it's weird, it's strange. You know, they would they would just keep looking at the print. How can we get print to compete with Craigslist? Yeah, they're still thinking. Yeah, behind. And it's like you got to go. I don't know what the you know what the next thing is. What the thing is that will kill Craigslist, but it's out there, and you it's not got anything to do with printed paper. And in fact, I think a lot of the apps like the you've seen I, those have popped up in the last couple of years, like the. Uh, the kind of um, the apps where you post things that you are trying to sell. People oh. are doing it now completely. I think that's probably a, a good possibility. Oh, for, like what is that one? Like Let It Go or yeah, whatever yeah, that one is. The like, They've yeah, all got I, I don't know like what that. it is. Get rid of it. Yeah. Download the Get Drop Rid of it, it app. Yeah. <laughs> Dump it. <laughs> it's a piece of shit. That's our app. <laughs> It's on on the my I- shit your treasure <laughs> on the iOS store. It's a piece of sh asterisk asterisk because they won't let us get away with that. That's <laughs> not family friendly. Asterisk asterisk t. So it could be sheet, but really it's just shit. <laughs> just really mess with them. Put in seventeen asterisks. <laughs> What is that? It's a piece of shit. Sh- 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 <laughs> no, you're supposed to go down towards the end. <laughs> Got to say it right. Otherwise, it's not going to work for you. It's voice activated. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. Can't wait till we can do that with our phones. Just been like, <laughs> Jeff. And then unlocking phone for Jeff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can do all kinds of weird yeah. voices. Like, Jeff. Up. This is not Jeff. Not unlocking phone. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. It'd be cool. Yeah. There's your app. Eh? Do, Voice well, activation. I'm trying to think about places where it'd be socially awkward to use it. You know, like a library or something. Well, in the middle of a movie would be a little <laughs> fucked up, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's you know, funny. I have not gone to a movie with a packed theater in a long time. I, I told you about the. Um, I the, tend to avoid them. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it either. But the 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 we got the early screening for the game night. Oh yeah, which was a really cool movie, um, and I liked it a lot better. Than it that. looks but, pretty uh, funny. Yeah, yeah. I I, I do want to see it. I've seen the ads for it. It was better than I expected. It's not. You know, I'm not the target market for that. I, I would watch a trailer for a movie like that and go, Yeah, sure, that's funny. It was actually really fucking funny. I mean, it was it had a lot of really good stuff in there. Um, the all the kind of things that I I miss from comedies were in there. Is like somebody wrote it with like an older sensibility in mind. You know, a lot of the comedy came from the character interactions, mm-hmm. and it was a uh, it was re- it was a surprise. It was a farce, as they would have said in the seventies. <laughs> I don't know if it was a farce, but it was a. Uh, had a lot more that just had a lot more of the humor coming from the characters instead of you know like slapsticky kind of situations. Yeah, and shit. dumb shit. So, yeah, but um, Adam Sandler stuff. 
Yeah, oh, there we go. Yeah, that's a good example. Yeah, yeah that's I don't, just I can take about fifteen minutes of that. Jim Carrey, that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, that's okay. I like Jim Carrey. I, I, I did like Pet Detective. Oh, I the Ace like Ventura. The, yeah, the Ace Ventura stuff was always fun. I just, um, I don't hate those kind of things. It's just that I can't take an hour and a half of it. You know, it's like yeah. this would be a great Saturday. It's just night sophomore life humor, and sometimes that can be fun and entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but it has to be clever. Like at least he did something clever, made a character out of it. Yeah, and then did something clever with that character. Right, right. Like when he would talk with his butt and stuff. <laughs> it, that was funny and clever and ridiculous. <laughs> but when with Adam Sandler, it's just jokes that a twelve-year-old would come up with. You yeah. know, it's just it's nothing clever original it's not even a character it's right. just him being dumb yeah and so that's i that's that was my biggest thing even when, even in the 90s when i <laughs> i can i was the only person that i knew that hated every adam sandler movie in that time <laughs> because they were all they were big and like the what was it? yeah the yeah the boy wedding um, singer uh wedding singer um which i've actually never seen the wedding singer because of that yeah but uh no the the first one happy gilmore all oh, that crap. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't watch any of them. I, I watched The Wedding Singer, and I'll, I'll say it was an okay movie. I didn't hate watching it. It's just I didn't really laugh at it. Yeah. He you wasn't know? even funny on Saturday Night Live. So, I mean, I, yeah, he had his moments, but it wasn't like, um, I think he was. I bet none of those moments were actually him. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he was always the first one to break. Yeah. And he, I, I think he thought that was funny. Yeah. And so he would break, like, start laughing in every single Oh, him, yeah. Him and uh, Jimmy uh, Fallon. Fallon. Yeah. They used to drive me fucking nuts. I hate it when comedians laugh in a skit. I don't know what it is. I don't find it cute. I don't find it funny. And Jimmy it, Fallon is always the, just the like thing giggling. thing is, is it, 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 you have to, s- first of all, they have to have a history of not doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then to see them do that is fucking amazing. Yeah. Because if you get a good professional. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. No, it's that's fucking wow. Yeah, it's you it's know. funny. Like, uh, like the, um, I can think of a couple instances having been like a big Carol Burnett fan where they killed, they cracked <laughs> each other up. And that was genuinely funny because it was just like, oh, man, they just completely lost control. Mm hmm. But generally, you, it was Tim Conway making everyone else. Laugh, yeah, 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 which yeah. Is, of course, he's a genius. There's but. actually videos, outtakes, and stuff that they put on YouTube that that where you can watch like stuff mm-hmm. that they just didn't even make it into the show because it, he just completely destroyed the skit. <laughs> but um, you know, when it's a weekly thing, like every skit that you're in, you're kind of over in the corner giggling and <laughs> just at everything. Yeah. It's like, ah, come on, yeah, you're just dumb. Yeah, I mean, even <laughs> uh, even the well, I can't remember the big the the big heavy guy that died. Chris Farley. Chris Farley and um, uh, I can't remember his the, his friend's name. The little little guy with the blonde hair. I can't remember his name. David. David Spade. Spade. Yeah. Even when they were together, David Spade was never all that talented. I don't think. I mean, yeah, but yeah, he yeah. was at least kept his composure during skits and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But when usually it was Chris Farley just going off the fucking deep end. That guy was he, there was no way you yeah. could could. You know, know. he would have to turn away and do something like, (laughs) oh, you know, even then movie, I saw a movie with them and and I didn't want to watch it because it's in that same vein as all the Adam Sandler type movies. Um, It was uh, Tommy Boy. Oh, fucking great movie. I know. And I I was like, I I go, I'm going to I'll watch it. What the hell? I'll try to watch it. And it was like, I got, you know, like an hour into that movie. I was like, fuck, this is a really good movie. (laughs) It's a really good (laughs) movie. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Of course, you know, the classic fat guy, little cub, you know, <laughs> stupid shit like that. Yeah, it has stupid humor in it, but you yeah. know what? It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Uh, we should probably start this since we've yep. already started yep, this. Yep, yep. 